Good morning, good morning. I want to give special thanks to our worship team. So thankful for them. Let's just give them a little bit of a, a thank you. How many like the fact our worship team blesses us? Give us a bigger shout out. I know y'all are busy. What a great time of season for us to focus in on the Christ child. Uh, and today we are going to look at uh, this title, A Child is Born. It's out of Isaiah. We're going to look at that in just a minute. But I wanted to uh, just make a quick reminder. Last week we began handing out our uh, overview for 2019, the funding of ministry. And I wanted to make sure if you needed uh, a copy, did not get one before, give a wave and our ushers will run, run up to you. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's about six. Keep your hands up if you don't mind and they'll bring one to you. Uh, we will be affirming that on uh, January the 6th. But <clears throat> again, um, there's a number of things that happen here on campus. And that's, of course, following the mission or the ministry of this church, but also many things that flow from or beyond this campus. And we're so glad that you're part of that. Over the last four weeks, we have uh, been in a time called Advent. It is much like the time called Lent before Easter, but Advent are the four weeks leading up to Christmas. Uh, it's about preparation. And there's one more over here. Tommy needs one. Uh, and oh, two, three. I'm just trying to help the ushers. They're, they're roaming. Uh, okay. And there's also some on the way out if you, if you want to get one later. But anyway, the first uh, component is, in, and it's down over here today because we've got some other illustrations up here we'll be using in the service. But the wreath uh, is set up initially as a, as a symbol of victory. It's also a circle which talks about God's uh, love for us is eternity for us, which has no beginning or end. It's, it's all. Uh, the first week we lit a purple candle, which uh, symbolizes hope. Uh, it's also known as the prophecy candle. The second week we uh, lit another purple candle, and that was uh, symbolized faith, also known as the Bethlehem ca candle. And then on the third week, it was a pink or rose candle. That, that was last week. And it symbolized joy, and it's known as the shepherd's candle. Today, a family came up in each service, and they lit the fourth candle, fourth purple candle, and it symbolizes peace. Today is about uh, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. I don't know about you, uh, how many know that some people that need a little peace in their life? How many would like to join them? So yeah, it was a trick question. No, uh, that is something that uh, we desire this time of year. We sing songs about it, but we struggle to truly experience God's peace. Because many times what happens is we're trying to get worldly peace instead of God's peace. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, today. But here we have a child is born uh, and we find out of Isaiah uh, chapter 9 verse 6. Comes out of the hallelujah chorus. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And that's the, the key things it goes on to say. And the government shall be on his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor and Mighty God and Everlasting Father. And then as it fits today, Prince of Peace. But today what I want to focus in on, because I think we miss these two important words, is for to us, you know, for unto us. This child, it's been born, but he's also been given. And so I have a video for us to uh, watch to introduce us to the rest of this morning's message.
that silent night when the stars turn their gaze to marvel at the earth. When the heavens gathered breathless round the lowly stable. When a young mother wept tears of worship, falling on the baby in her arms. And the song of the earth arose in Bethlehem, soft as the tender beating of his heart. And all was calm, all was bright. Yet could this be the same God of Abraham, the conqueror of Israel, this baby, this fragile life? Is this child the one who burned his name in rapture across the gasping skies? Whose voice spoke the oceans into crashing rhythms? Who crafted the mountains into guardians of the firmament? Whose hand ignited the thirst of the deserts and the warring surge of the elemental hosts? Who breathed life from dust? Broke the oppressor's rule? Scattered the chains of his people like sand? And led them through the wilderness with a pillar of flame? Is this child the one whose presence billowed thunderous on Sinai's peak? Who surrounded Job with the roaring wind? Stood defiant in the raging furnace, wrote judgment against tyrants, and blazed on the lips of the prophets, scorching history's pages with the fury of his might. Could this be the same God who chose to come as the vulnerable king, setting his throne on straw and manger, drawing forth the tears of shepherds, receiving the gifts of wandering travelers, his fame unknown in this world. He is Jesus, the one who thunders through the heavens, yet whispers to our hearts, who reigns victorious, yet bows to serve the broken. He is God in the fury, God in the silence. He holds this mystery balanced in his hands, holds our questions till they lose their need, until all we see is him. When you think about Christmas and you think about this manger, most of the time what we see is this beautiful little baby. We know of the story of Mary and Joseph. We, we understand of the Immaculate Conception there, but what we really wind up on Christmas morning thinking about is a baby. But today I want to challenge us to think, and actually we're going to look across the history of the Bible every chapter, that I want to challenge and say that this baby that we're celebrating now has been with us since the beginning. He is the Alpha and he is the Omega. He's beyond the form of a, of a baby, but that's how he entered this earth and world over 2,000 years ago. This child was in the beginning. In fact, when we look in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word. And I added the, the parentheses there of this child. In the beginning was this child. The Word was with God. This child was with God. And, and this child was God. And he was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that that was made. In him was life, and life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. I I make note of that because tomorrow night we will have a candlelight service here at 6 o'clock. And we're going to talk a lot more about the light. There'll be caroling and wassail and hot chocolate and stuff and cookies. You come a little early. I'll be out there leading carols. But we're going to talk about the light. It's It's continuing what this component is about. So in the beginning, all the way back at the beginning of creation, this Christ child existed. This child not only was in the beginning, but he was across all of history. And when we look at this, we find that even in the Pentateuch, even in the first books of the Bible, what we call the Bible, we find that from Genesis, we learn that this child is the seed of the woman who will what crush Satan's head and the son of Abraham who will bless all the nations of earth. We find from Exodus that we learn that this child is, in the, is the Passover lamb whose blood saves us. From the angel of death and the wilderness tabernacle where God dwells in glory. We find in Leviticus that we learn that this child is the atoning sacrifice that takes away our sin. This child, do you know who I'm talking about? It's the Christ child. From Numbers we learn the child is the bronze serpent lifted up for everyone who looks to him in, in faith. In Deuteronomy what we find is, is this child is the prophet greater than Moses It comes to teach us about God's will. We find this child that we talk about is also found in the the historical books of the Bible. From Joshua, we, we learn this child is our great captain in the fight, that this child is the king who helps us to, to, to do what's right in God's eyes and not in our own. In Ruth, he is the kinsman redeemer. 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel, we find that he's our anointed king. And First and Second Kings, he's the, the glory in the temple. And he's also the child and the son of David through the king of Judah. And First and Second Chronicles, Ezra and Nehemiah, we learn that, that the child will restore the city of God. Do you all know that he's coming back? When we hear these scriptures, it's beyond even today that one day he's going to come back and Revelation states on on a white stallion to reestablish his kingdom. From Esther, he is the child that will deliver us from our enemies. This child in the prophetic writings. We find as, from Job that he's the living redeemer who, who stands on earth in the last days. We find in Psalms that this child is the sweet singer of Israel, the savior forsaken by God and left to die, yet the God that will rule the nations. Do you know the baby I'm talking about? Proverbs, he's the child who is our wisdom. This child, this Christmas child, we find Ecclesiastes is the one that gives us meaning and purpose. And, and is in Song of Solomon, he's the lover of our souls. That's the child that we worship at Christmas. The major prophets say in Isaiah, this is the child born of the virgin, and we know it's Mary. A son given to rule, the shoot from the stump of Jesse, the the servant stricken and afflicted upon whom God has laid yours and my iniquity. We find later in scriptures that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And here in Isaiah, this is the child who will bear your sin and mine. 
who did bear your sin and mine. Jeremiah and Lamentations, we find this child is the comforter. I know many of you have gone through some things lately, a loss of a loved one. And the only place that you can find true comfort is from this manger child called Jesus. He's the new covenant. He turns weeping into songs of joy. That is the only person that can bring you through grief and through the things this world would offer, the pains of this world that you have to live through. And that's this Jesus of the manger. Ezekiel tells us that the spirit of this child can bring, breathe life into dry bones and make hearts of stone beat again. How many know some dry bones that need the spirit of God breathed over them? How many know there's hearts out there that are so made of stone that you would think nothing can penetrate? But can I tell you that this baby can break through and bring life? We find in Daniel, this child is the son of man coming in the cloud of glory to render justice to the earth. This child, this child in the minor prophets, we find Hosea. Hosea says this is the faithful, faithful, faithful husband of a wayward people. We find in Joel that he'll become a judge to the nations. This child will pour out his spirit, not just on the clergy, not just on those educated, no, but on the men and the women and the Jews and the Gentiles and the young and the old. That is the God that we worship that is in the form of the baby at Christmas. Amos and Obadiah prophesied this child would restore his kingdom, and yes, he will. Jonah prophesied that for the sake of the nations, this child would be raised on the third day, and he was. Micah says he would be born in Bethlehem. Imagine every scripture, every chapter, every book of the Bible, we find Christ showing up well before his birth of this one who we celebrate. Nahum would judge the world. Habakkuk would justify those who live by faith. Justification is just as if it didn't happen, and that happened through the cross after the birth and life of Christ. Zephaniah would rejoice over his people singing, and, and I want to come back to that. Did you, know, did you know the Lord sings over you and dances and rejoices over you? Some of you go, well, no, you, you just don't realize my life. Can I tell you, he created you. He sees not only your present and past, he sees your potential. He sees you complete with him, and he rejoices over that finish. Haggai would rebuild God's temple, this child. Zechariah would come in royal gentleness, riding a donkey. And, and when he did, all God's people would what? Would be holy. This is the Christ child that we're talking about. Malachi, this said this child came as a prophet and would turn the hearts of fathers back to children. Can I tell you, we have a world that needs fathers to come back home. We have a world where we have mothers and fathers that have lost sight of getting down and having carpet time with their kids because we're so busy going places. And can I tell you, the only way to turn their hearts back, and that's that child that lays in the manger on Christmas morning. It's Jesus we have a special artist, worship artist with us, Kimberly Morgan. And she's going to come and bring a dimension to our worship. I also asked the worship team, because we're actually going to finish worshiping 
at the end of this service. I know you can worship in the word of God, but we're going to worship as the word goes forth, as songs go forth. But let me tell you what we're trying to do here. Because he's the alpha and he's the omega, that means what happened here in this manger, what is then represented on the cross here, it brings forth what is the ultimate condition and the ultimate gift this Christmas. And I want to make sure as we read through even the New Testament that we get uh, these things brought into our view. So this child was in the beginning. This child was in all of history. This child was born. Galatians 4 says, but when the fullness of time. Can I tell you when it's time, the baby comes, correct? But can I tell you also when I say the fullness of time is when Christ comes upon your heart, when the Holy Spirit is leading you, when the fullness of time for you, which could be today, then God's son enters in and something miraculous happens to your life and soul. And it says, sent forth a son born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those, you and I, who lived under the law. We look at Luke chapter 2, which is the Christmas story. Verse 4 and through 7 talks about Joseph. Joseph coming to the town for a census to register with Mary, his betrothed, and who was with child. And it says in verse 6, and the time came. The time came And she gave birth to her firstborn and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place in the room in the end. Think about this wrapped, laying in a cattle feed trough. Luke 2, 11, a little further says, For unto you, unto you and you and you and me is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This child was in the Gospels. When we look at the the Gospel of Matthew, he is the Messiah promised to Israel. When we look in the Gospel of Mark, he is the child that is the suffering servant. When we look in the Gospel of Luke, he is the child, is the Savior of everyone, including the poor and the weak. And in the Gospel of John, this child is the incarnate Word, the Son of God, the light of the world, the bread of life, and is the only way to salvation. Do you know the child I'm talking about? He was given. Not only was he born, he was given. An important component. It says in John three sixteen, For God so loved you that he gave his Son... So you would not perish. Through him, all eternity opens back up with the Father. John 18, 37 says that when he went before Pilate, he says, are you the king? And he says, for the purpose I have been born and the purpose I have come into the world and what you say that I am, that's who I am. I was come to bear witness to the truth. In Isaiah It says that he, this child, this baby that we wrapped up and put in a manger, one day was pierced for yours and my transgressions, that he was crushed for yours and my iniquity, the punishment that was brought peace to us of this world, he put on himself in the wounds that he withstood, brought us healing. In Isaiah 7, 53, 7, it says, this child was oppressed. This child was afflicted. But this child 
like a child, went to the cross for you and I. John 19 says, they crucified him. They nailed this baby to a cross so that you could receive the greatest gift of Christmas, the greatest gift of life. John 19, 40 says, after he died, they took him off that cross and again wrapped him in cloths. Wrapped him in cloths and put him back in a cave. But we know that three days later he rose again and that he's alive. See, he was all throughout the letters to the church. We find in the book of Acts, this child is working in this church, in many churches who proclaim Jesus as one and Lord through the gospel by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you all agree with that? Give a wave. And when we look in the book of Romans, he is the child that is righteousness from God for both the Jews and the Gentiles. In Philippians, he is the child, joy of salvation. In Colossians, he's the firstborn over all creation. First and second Corinthians, we find that this child is the one who unifies the church and gives us spiritual gifts for ministry. If you want to worship, stand up. We are going to worship. And this is the same child that we find in Galatians, liberates us from legalism. It in Ephesians, he is the head of the church. And we find in First and Second Thessalonians, this child is coming soon to deliver us from this evil age. He's coming again. Do you know he's coming? Again, give away. This same child in First and Second Timothy and Titus is the child who shepherds his people. May we be the sheep of his pasture. Philemon, this child reconciles brothers and sisters who've been separated by sin. Folks, there are families that need this reconciliation. This Christ child could be at the center of reconciliation this year for your family, according to the gospel of Paul. Hebrews. Hebrews said he is the great priest who died for sin once and for all on the cross and who sympathizes with all of us in our weakness. Do you like this baby I'm talking about? Do you worship him this, this year? The, the, the epistle of James, he, he shows that he proves our faith by doing good works. In the epistle of Peter, he looks as an example of suffering. And in the letter of John, he stood with the Lord as love. Jude, the master and the teacher. And in the book of Revelation, this child is revealed as the Lamb of God, slain for the sinners, the Alpha, the Omega, the first, the last. He's the beginning and the end, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Do you worship this baby that we're talking about? The great judge over all the earth. I don't know about you. I can just get caught up in worship with him because that's the baby we're talking about this Christmas. He's the ultimate gift. He's the ultimate gift. Have you received this gift in your heart today? It says it, the Spirit says to the bride, come. He says, come and let those who are thirsty come. He says, let those who desire to take the master to come out without a price. Father, we love you. We worship you. We adore you, Jesus. Let's worship. Says the final word. The cross has the final word. He traded for eternal life, and the cross has the 
hearts for you and your family that this Christmas isn't just a repeat of all the other ones, that the greatest thing in your house is a new tree. No, we want the living Christ that came as a baby, who came for you and he came for your family to come alive like never before, to come alive in you. He did come, he did give, and he came to set you free. I don't know if you know him. I hope you do. Many in here have put their heart and their trust in him. Many have professed with their mouth and believe in their heart. And it says that is all it takes to say, I'm receiving what Christ has done for me. If you haven't said yes to him, and he is, it is the fullness of time for your heart and mine, then today, just say, may the, the, the Christ of the manger, may the Lord himself come, come into my life. Become the Lord and Savior that I need. Let's bow our heads. Lord, now we go from here as your children, as your bride. We thank you for the amazing gift of Jesus. Thank you that it came into this world as a baby to show us the way. Thank you for the cross to take our sins away. And thank you for the resurrection power and the fact that the Holy Spirit has been given to us to, 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 to make it through each day in a greater way, to have the wisdom of heaven, to have, have, have the love and the grace of heaven to pour out to others. May we as a people leave here taking the mission field, carrying the light and the hope of the manger. A child is born in us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Hug somebody before you leave. We'll see you tomorrow night.